Okay, Hare Krishna and uh, welcome everyone. Thank you all for coming together today so that we may celebrate and honor Vyasapuja ceremony for that great soul, His Holiness, Sri uh. Dayananda Das Goswami, affectionately known as a Charidev by his disciples. <laughs> hey, Gayatri. Hare Krishna. <laughs> so on that note, uh, on behalf of everyone logging into Facebook and everyone participating on Zoom, uh, let, me, let me extend a special welcome to Srila Charidev himself. We're so happy to have you here with us today, Charidev, and we hope you enjoy the program. Hey, there's Nanda Hari and Pavani from Ireland. I tell Sounded you, almost, I say, tell you kids to come back for a rematch. <laughs> they're, they're here, but they're too shy to go on the camera. <laughs> you see, Charidev says you've come back for a rematch. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, there'll be a, a whole tumultuous expression of welcoming and joy from everyone now. Uh, <laughs> but we're not in normal circumstances. So I hope all that tumultuous expression can be channeled through to Charidev in your beaming faces on Zoom and your comments on Facebook. Oh, we're not going to have like real tumult? <laughs> <laughs> we tried to do a virtual version of Charidev. <laughs> yeah, I sound. Oh, yeah. So this is the first time that we'll be holding this ceremony completely virtually. Um, although we were unable to meet in person this year, it's, it's still the first time that we're all able to come together as one family wherever we are in the world to celebrate this very special and wonderful occasion. But please forgive us if there's any minor technological issues that crop up every so often during the course of the event. We'll endeavor to make the program run as smoothly as we can. Oh, oh, I just want to say, want to say hello to Vera Krishna Goswami, who's kindly attending, great saint. All right. I, I promise not to roast you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be different this year then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm dressed in Maya traditional dress. I say I'm the only person. <laughs> There's three Prahlad. And, <laughs> and uh, also, Bhakta Vatsa, I want to say we can all, uh, he's recovering from a, a medical condition. He's doing better now, so I hope we can all pray for his full recovery. Thank you, Chari Dave. I appreciate that. Yeah, I want to say hello to everybody. It's really nice to see everybody. Uh, I won't name everybody, but I do see you. The evil eye is upon you. So, <laughs> so that's uh, on Krishna. I'll, I'll, I'll go on then. So, just to introduce my name is Sankarshan Das. I'll be your moderator for the event, but you'll be happy to know I, I plan not to intervene. I plan to intervene as little as possible. Unless some of you really get out of control. And then, and then I'll have to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, just a few introductory notes might be in order for, for the benefit of those working. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, Ritavaja Swami is there. I also want to. That was my old uh, sidekick during the Batman Robin days. <laughs> Are you able to unmute? Arch? Was I Batman or Robin? <laughs> Well, in those days in ISKCON, you had to be Robin. 
And Gunavatar, who's a um, Gunavatar, who's a uh, him and his uh, wonderful wife Arshavanavi, have actually created perhaps the most one of the most successful Krishna West programs in the world, Krishna West style in Israel, and they're uh, they're doing extraordinary work there. So if you ever get a chance, please visit Israel because it's it's an extraordinary program. Jai Maharaj, please accept my obeisances. Okay, so just for anyone who may be watching online who's unfamiliar, I'll just say really briefly just a few words about what this event is all about, and then I'll explain how it's going to be structured. So what's the event about? Uh, this is the Vyasa Puja ceremony, which is conducted annually by friends and disciples and well-wishers of a spiritual master to honor his or her contribution or legacy in the service of Krishna, God. And it's an opportunity to express love and dedication and appreciation and gratitude to the spiritual master for his or her many sacrifices and gifts. And today we mark the wonderful occasion of the Vyasa Puja ceremony for His Holiness Sri Dayanadadas Goswami Acharya Dev. I, and I'll just note, uh, this year marks 51 <laughs> years, 51 years since Acharya joined the movement, uh, 50 years since he received initiation from Srila Prabhupada, and 48 years since he took the extraordinary vow of sannyas, dedicating oh himself <laughs> 10% in the service of Srila Prabhupada. And as a pioneer, as a scholar, as a visionary, his contribution to Srila Prabhupada's movement is legendary. And even today, five, five decades later, he's, he's still working tirelessly and innovatively to broadcast Srila Prabhupada's message and to, I guess you could say, to bolster the foundations of his country for generations to come. So we'll, we'll forever remain in his debt. So today's Vyasa Puja ceremony is all about thanking him for everything that he has done for us. And that, in a nutshell, is what today's program is all about. Okay, and with that, we now move on to the part of the program where personal offerings are submitted to Srila Charidev. We have a list of just over 20 submissions, uh, but five of these are godbrothers of of a charity and, and we'd like to give them an opportunity to go first. So I would now like to invite His Holiness Bir Krishna Goswami, uh, a much revered leader in Iskand, to, to say a few words. He's done great service for Srila Prabhupada in North America, South America, Central America, in the Caribbean, just to highlight a few places. And, and he's a great friend of a charity's. So I am very happy to be able to hand over to him now. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, Marat. Okay, so I, hopefully I'll be a great friend of Sri the Charity when I'm finished with my offering. <laughs> so, <laughs> or maybe I'll be persona non grata. I am going to try my best to be serious, and this is really hard for me, especially when dealing with Sri the Charity, read on Nandamars. It just like takes all of my determination to be serious. Okay, so please appreciate me. So, here we go. 
I am very on. Oh, actually, oh my God, to Mirandesha, Gananji, Janana, Shalakia, Chakshur, Meditam, Yenetas, my Shigunalina Maha, all glories to Shil Prabhupada, all glories to Shil Prabhupada's servants, like His Divine Grace, Ridainanda Maharaj, Acharyadev, the one with the transcendental brain. Anyway, so here we go. I am very honored to be asked to speak today at the Vyas Puja ceremony for my dear God brother, Ridainanda Maharaj. I have known Maharaj now for. 50 wonderful, ecstatic, joyful years. He was my first temple president and an inspiration in serving to the Prabhupada's mission. So immediately upon meeting him, I was impressed by his overwhelming enthusiasm to share Krishna consciousness with others. I mean, to me, sometimes he would seem to float on the air because I was just coming out from my hairy days, you know. He, he actually remarked when I joined the Krishna Conscious Movement and cut off all my hair that he could see me for the first time. So he would preach nonstop to myself and the other brahmacharis, and even he would do this while we were preparing for Mangalarti in the bathroom. And he would be reciting his memorized Srimad Bhagavatam verses to us, and he memorized the first few chapters of the Srimad Bhagavatam as many other verses. And he would glorify Srila Prabhupada. And he instilled in all of us, uh, seriously, dedication to Srila Prabhupada and somehow or other never deviating from Srila Prabhupada's mission and instructions. In addition, he was always attentive to our physical and mental wel welfare. Someone else should, should mute because I'm getting feedback. Okay. So in addition, he was always attentive to our physical someone else is talking. So he was always attentive to our physical and mental welfare. He arranged literally three feasts a day of opulent prasadam for us. And this really kept us going. We would look forward to taking prasadam in between being sent on Sankirtan. He actually arranged for me to go on Sankirtan by tricking me. He uh Basically, he told me I could be the temple treasurer, and we only had $5 in the temple treasury. So after I counted the whole $5, he said, you're going out in Sankirtan. So he was very loving and caring throughout the whole time, uh, even though he was the same age as the rest of us, where he was like a father to all of us in the temple. Then later on, uh, when he took sannyas, I was his first traveling assistant, and I had many interesting experiences, along with uh, Gansham Prabhu, who was later known as Bhakta Tirthamaraj. Of course, in those days, he was a little tougher with us than he was in the temple before, and we had to all live in really tight quarters. When he first took sannyasa, I traveled with him in a Volkswagen bug. He slept in the rear, and he was so kind to let me sleep in the front with the gear shift knob between my legs. In spite of all these austerities, he was always transcendentally humorous. I remember him telling me that everyone else, one example of his humor, was not their body, but I was such a rascal that I was my body. So he would enable me to drive nonstop across the country for three days by joking with me continually, because whenever he started to preach Krishna consciousness and got serious, I would fall asleep. And actually, I learned my humorous nature from him. When Prabhupada ordered him to start Krishna consciousness in South America, he showed his determination and devotion for Prabhupada by learning Spanish and Portuguese within a few weeks, and I assisted him in South America within a few years. He opened up the entire continent to Krishna consciousness, flying 
almost continually from one country to another. I also assisted him in establishing the publication of Srila Prabhupada's books in Spanish. He was so enthusiastic for book distribution that by his encouragement, our South American team defeated the Radha party, which was the first time, and I think only time, that Tamal Krishnamaras got defeated, and Prabhupada remarked on that. I'm very, very grateful that in 1978, he had trust in me and gave me sannyas in Lima, Peru. However, I'm most impressed by his ability to distill and understand Srila Prabhupada's desires. Other devotees may be attached to details, but he is understanding Srila Prabhupada's desire to save the world with Krishna consciousness and ready to adjust the details in the same manner as Srila Prabhupada did to please Prabhupada, uh, to please his spiritual master, sorry. Continually, his motive has been to please Srila Prabhupada. Many others have not appreciated his foresight and his vision and understanding how to adjust strategies in different situations. Srila Prabhupada has stated that he has a transcendental brain, and I've seen this time and time again, not only in his presentation of our philosophy, utilizing advanced hermeneutical principles, but also in the practical application of his sharing Krishna consciousness with others. I pray that he lives at least for a hundred more years to give Srila Prabhupada's society direction for the future. Your servant, Vir Krishna Das Goswami. And you see, I was not humorous. All glorious to his divine grace, Ridananda Das Goswami Acharyadev Ki Jai. That's my talk. Thank you very much. You're very kind. <laughs> well, I just want to get some mercy from you, like, you know, some money or things like that. That's why I've been so kind today. That's a joke. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Maharaj, for your, for your very um, wonderful statement. Uh, please accept my obeisances. Jai, happy go. Okay, now, now I'd like to invite His Grace Vaisheshika Prabhu to, to say a few words. He is uh, another God brother and friend to Srila Charadev. Thank you for coming, Vaisheshika Prabhu, a wonderful person. Thank you. And Vaisheshika Prabhu is, you, you all probably know him because he's famous all over the world for his, uh, for his extraordinary dedication to distributing Srila Prabhupada's books. And he continues to inspire and equip so many devotees and communities all over the world to do the same. Vaisheshika Prabhu, I'll hand over to you now. Thank you. Om Ajnana Timurandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Vivatam Dena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. I offer my most humble obeisances to the lotus feet of my revered godbrother, Srila Chari Dev, Pridainanda Daskoswami Maharaj. And I feel so honored to be here today, just the energy of coming into this room to see a devotion properly placed uh, in a Vaishnav who is not only qualified, but also uh, so dear to many, having uh, set the example of what, how a Vaishnav should act in the world as an Acharya and who continually gives the Vaishnav Siddhanta tirelessly for others to hear and readjust 
their course in the process of bhakti so they can be rightly situated. I thank you very, very much, Maharaj, uh, for all that you do. Uh, having this opportunity is rare because in the daily course of life, uh, devotees often don't give the opportunity to uh, their god brothers to glorify them openly and unabashedly uh, without any interruption. So I find this to, to be very fulfilling. Bhavadvida Bhagavatas, Tirta Bhutta Swayambu Vibo, Tirta Kurvanti Tirtani Swantak Sinigata The Vaishnavas are glorified like this, as Yudhishthira did for Vidura when he said that. You carry within your heart the Supreme Personality of God, and therefore you purify the holy places wherever you go. You, you yourself purify the holy places. So there are rare devotees who rise to the level of purifying um, the world. And even in the holy places, they shine in such a way that they bring... Uh, light to everyone so they can understand the importance of those places. It's a kind of uh, purificatory light. And this is uh, what you do, Maharaj, by your uh, explication of Srila Prabhupada's teachings and uh, the way you meticulously go through the Srimad Bhagavatam with such love and attachment for each verse. I, f I find it to be astounding and uh, absolutely invigorating to hear you speak. I, I have always been enlivened by you. You went out of your way to encourage the younger devotees to preach Krishna consciousness. I'm indebted to you forever. The first traveling Sankirtan party I was ever on, which was myself and Bhanabhatta Prabhu, when we came to Los Angeles in a van wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and we jumped out of the van and you were there as a sannyasi and you you crossed the street just to um, fill us up with encouragement and that's that's your mode and wherever you go to encourage the devotees i also want to mention your compassion and that is that is your heart you're always thinking how to spread the krishna consciousness to movement to others that's why you take so many pains to uh, devise means to adjust the Krishna consciousness presentation so that others will feel comfortable and accommodated in their own culture, their own language, and so forth. This, uh, I've heard you say many times, is, is the essence of compassion. And that is your whole life. Um, also, as Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, one can understand the potency of a Vaishnav by the way he or she influences others. How will one know that something is a touchstone until you touch it to something? And your uh, record of going to any place in the world and then bringing so many people to Krishna consciousness in such dedicated and sincere ways is evidence of your potency. I, the last thing I'd like to say is that um, I really, um, well, there's a strong word, but I adore you. I mean, the way you speak, uh, it resonates with me so deeply because uh, uh, Swajitiya, 
the same culture, the analogies that you use, I think, hey, he's one of us. <laughs> you speak of things that I can so relate to. And even when I can understand other people can't relate to them, I relate to them. It's kind of a dog whistle that endears you to me so much that you give these Krishna conscious principles with with humor and with examples uh, from modern culture that are so funny. Uh, and so just um, relevant uh, that it's powerful for me. Birds fly in the highs, fly in the skies high as high as they can, but the sky's unlimited. So uh, what can little bird do? Um, I just jumped in here and tried to flap my wings a little bit and came about one inch off the ground. But I feel so honored to have had this chance. I always wanted to come to your Vyasa Puja and, and say some things. I didn't say enough, but I thank everyone very much. And Maharaj, thank you very much for uh, taking me under your shelter and always just showering your mercy on me whenever you can, whenever, whenever I come begging. Hare Krishna. <laughs> thank you very much. I have to uh, go back to my Bhagavatam class. I left them standing there chanting, and I'm going to go back. But I I'll never forget this day, and I thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you very much, Vaisheshika Prabhu, for that really beautiful offering. My obeisances, I hope you received that before he went. Okay, and, and, and now I'd like to invite uh, His Grace Brahmacharya Prabhu of world renown from, from the iconic book, Perfect Questions, Perfect Answers. Do I and know? also a great friend to Acharya Dev. Do I know? Uh, they, <laughs> they work <laughs> closely together on Krishna West and also the Bhaktivedanta Institute for Srila Prabhupada. And since I've had the, the, the privilege to meet and serve Brahmacharya Prabhu personally in both of these services, I'm especially grateful now for the opportunity to invite him to say a few words. Um, okay, uh, thank you very much, Jaya Charidev. I am here at the new uh, uh, BI house uh, through the uh, generosity and vision of Acharyadev, and hopefully this will be his um, uh, residence for at least a good part of the year. It's a majestic house in the best neighborhood we could be near the campus and the former house of the president of the University of Florida. I'll try to flash a picture on the screen if I can, but um, uh, it's a wonderful place. Um, I'm here with Shakuntala. Uh, she's uh, uh, very inspired by Krishna West, has just moved to Gainesville. Uh, I am upstairs, actually in Acharya's future room right now. Um, and uh, downstairs, we're having our first international BI conference uh, in the house. We have devotees, about 30 devotees from all over the world in multiple time zones, including some on the night shift from Australia, some on the uh, day shift from here, and some on the evening shift from Europe. And the topic is uh, Vedic cosmography, comparing uh, modern cosmography and cosmology with uh, the Jyotir Shastra and the Bhagavat Purana. And that is going on simultaneously. So I'm sorry I can't stay for the whole program, 
but this program was set a year ago uh, by the grace of COVID. Um, it actually works out better than everyone flying all around the world, racking their brains and beating their head against the wall. And we're all here. Uh, I've been working with the charity um, well over 40 years. Uh, we met uh, in 1978 in Houston when I took my Brahmin initiation from him and we hit it off right away. Um, and uh, uh, I dug through my Vyasa Puja. I have a collection for anyone interested in a library of um, Charity's Vyasa Puja books going back to almost the beginning. And uh, so I was going through the books today because we're in a very sustainable age right now. And it's really important we recycle. So I wanted to recycle an offering in that Buddha sustainability. So I, I was going through the offerings say, you know, what resonates with me from prior years? And oops, sorry, I'm on a laptop here. So it moves around a little. Um, we got it. And so I'll just read a piece of this one because I, I think it's very relevant for what's happening. Um, this was from 1997 and we began a program at the Graduate Theological Union in Berkeley to try to establish a theological seminary. It didn't work at that time. Um, unfortunately, the president of the union who invited us um, also uh, had a problem, uh, a drinking problem. But that aside, um, I'm glad to say the program was revived and is actually happening again right now as we speak. So it wasn't all in vain. As I embark on my service in the world of academics, the word intelligence takes a new meaning for me. I meet many intelligent scholars Yet even from a mundane point of view, there is nothing compared to you. Srila Prabhupada noted your transcendental intelligence and anyone who meets you is soon impressed by your intellect. For example, I was recently talking to an old high school acquaintance of yours. That was the one who married Karen. Um, who remarked and this old high school acquaintance ended up marrying a devotee and she was hiding the fact that she was a devotee. And finally it came out and she said, well, uh, yeah, I'm kind of a follower of somebody, Hridayananraj uh, Howard Resnick. Oh, he was my best friend in high school. And she had hid the fact for a, for a while. So I met him and he remarked to me that you were by far the most intelligent of your class. This was obvious to all. Who else could complete a PhD in two and a half years? And when I was at the PhD graduation ceremony, the convener of the ceremony paused the ceremony, which is a rare thing to do to make a note that this was a record for Harvard to go from bachelor to PhD in two and a half years. So um, the dictionary definition of intelligence, the 
capacity to acquire and apply knowledge, the faculty of thought and reason, superior power, powers of mind. Many times I've experienced that you see relationships, concepts, circumstances way before others do. An example is Krishna West, which is now a lot of people are saying, well, that's not really new. Uh, that's kind of the way I've been thinking. Of course, um, you saw it way, way ahead of anybody else, the pressing need of it. There is something more profound to your intelligence, and that is the transcendental part. Your brilliant analysis is not only materially perceptive, but spiritually insightful. So many subtleties of Lord Krishna's desires and Srila Prabhupada's plans are caught by your faithful analysis. That is a perfection to use intelligence and service. Um, uh, on this Vyasa Puja day, I said in 1997, I approach you in the mood of the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> now the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz, what did he want? He prayed for a brain. <laughs> so my prayer is I get a brain. I'm not particular. Any brain will do. If I had a brain, imagine how I could understand your desires and plans, execute my devotional service in an effective manner. If I had a brain, I could speak English instead of Jersey ease, make correct decisions, organize my life, and so much more. Now, this was written over 20 years ago, which proves I still need the brain. But anyway, so please do whatever wizard it takes. I am sure you will not be disappointed. After all, Ahead is a terrible thing to waste. I pray that Srimati Radharani always lets me execute my devotional service to Lord Krishna at your lotus feet. And I look forward to your coming here and taking up a residency in good old Gainesville, Florida, where we first actually performed our devotional service together uh, in the... Uh, I think the uh, summer of 1978 or 9, 79, where we actually started serving together in Gainesville. At that time, you were trying, you were uh, having me do research to write articles, to try to get articles published in major magazines. And because you realized um, the Brihat Murdung is what's needed. So our mission here at the BI and my mission to serve you is to get more and more transcendental literature out there, and especially next to the Mahabharata. Thank you very much, Jaya Chaitanya. Thank you. Thank you. Jai, thank you very much, Brahmacharya Prabhu. And it's very exciting to see things um, kicking off so soon at that new venue for the BI. Please accept my obeisances. Hare Krishna. Okay. I would now like to invite His Holiness Ritadvaj Swami to say a few words. Um, Maharaj is also a godbrother of Acharya Devs, and they served together for many years, spreading, spreading Krishna consciousness in South America and Florida. Uh, his preaching has taken him on all over the world. So it's an honor to be able to invite him to say a few words now. Maharaj?
Do I hit the unmute or you? Me, right? Okay. <laughs> My business is Acharya Dev, Hare Krishna. <laughs> I'm going to try like Vera Krishna words, but he had something written, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to uh, do it. But just to start it off, I remember we were in LA together in a Bhagavatam class, and I leaned over to you and I said, I'm going to I'm going to declare a moratorium on losing it. <laughs> and you totally lost it right in the middle of the Bhagavatam class. <laughs> so I'm sorry, sorry to start it out like that, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to, try to keep it uh, within reason. Um, I, I'm not quite sure. I had an idea that um, since I think this is going out on different venues besides Zoom, is it on Facebook and different things like that? And so there may be a lot of devotees that don't know the history of what you've done and where you've been and how it all happened. And so I'd just like to say that you joined the Hare Krishna movement as a, as a scholarship student at the University of Berkeley, California, um, then joined the Hare Krishna movement there within a certain amount of time became one of the one of the main leaders of our society, became the temple president of Gainesville and Houston and different places. And as Greg Krishna Mars mentioned that you took sannyasa on the Shringa Dave's appearance day in 1972. And I hope we have a big celebration in two years for that. And um, as Greg Krishna, I'm gonna maybe maybe quote because Greg Krishna Mars took a lot of my ideas, but um, like he said, you were living in a Volkswagen bug. I didn't even know people know what a Volkswagen bug is nowadays, but it's a very small, uncomfortable car and traveled all around the country um, doing college programs. Um, like he said, set up the library party, traveled nonstop. You didn't have an office. And then uh, I do believe you can nod if it was 1974, Srila Prabhupada instructed you or asked you to take over Latin America. So, um, Believe it or not, I don't have a world map. I mean, for me and you not to have a world map is like an unusual thing because we're mapaholics. And uh, so I just wanted to see how many countries that was, but it's just dozens and dozens of countries. And as Greg Krasnamaras also said, you reestablished the Spanish BBT and also uh, established the Portuguese BBT and were responsible for selling thousands, hundreds of thousands and thousands of books and inspiring the devotees all over South America. And one of the things that was always inspiring to me is that books were, your, were, your, were the basis of our, of our movement. Wherever we were to working together, it was always book distribution. It wasn't paraphernalia distribution, it was book distribution. And somehow or another, I was part of that with you. Um, we traveled nonstop. And um, so just kind of like, for devotees to know that you just were traveling nonstop and you didn't have a base. There was no base for traveling through all those countries from the Rio Grande South to Argentina, um, over to the Caribbean, different places like that. There was no base for you to work from. So your base was in your suitcase. Now we're gonna not talk about the suitcase incidences, but <laughs> maybe a little bit if I have a few minutes at the end, but um, but uh, we were traveling together somehow or another, um, as Brahmacharya said, our, our second initiations were delayed and we took second initiation from you in the spring of 78. And um, then at that point, I was the Sankatan leader and the book distribution leader and the Bhakta leader for the Gainesville Temple. 
and somehow or another in 79, if you can correct me, I think in 79, the GBC asked you to take over the translation of the Bhagavatam, was it 79? Or was it 1980? I'm trying to remember. Maybe, yeah, I'm thinking seven, was 79, I can't quite hear. Uh, I think, I think I started in 80 in Berkeley. You were there, right? Remember the two, did you? Yeah. Well, the, see, the thing is, see, the, I, I just remember, the reason I wanted to bring that up is that I remember, because this is something about your transcendental brain, is that I remember being in Nova Gokul. We traveled, I won't tell about the story about how I left all my stuff at the Miami airport because we were overweight and I just ended up in Mexico City without a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we were a little crazy back then, but <laughs> water under the bridge. <laughs> and uh, somehow or another, we ended up at Nova Gokul, spending several months together there. Um, no electricity and uh, running water was coming down the Yamuna River there, the Nova Yamuna River. And I remember you were studying the, Sans uh, the Sanskrit grammar book and memorizing the Sanskrit grammar book. And also you already knew Sanskrit somehow. I couldn't figure out where that came from. And so in the mornings after you had breakfast and I fasted, um, <laughs> after, after breakfast, you would read the Ramayana in Sanskrit. You had the Sanskrit version of the Ramayana. Am I saying it right, Ramayana or Ramayana? Yeah, and, um, and then we would always go for a walk in the late afternoon as the sun set, because the sun sets early in South America, uh, other side of the, uh, of the globe. And we would be walking around and you would literally quote all the verses you'd read that morning. You read them one time, you start quoting them in the afternoon. And I just looked at you and I said, dude, man, I mean, I didn't say dude, man, but I said, <laughs> I said, this is totally unfair. I mean, if I don't go through my slokas one after the other every single day, I can't remember them the next day. And literally after just reading for a few, for like say for 35, 45 minutes, an hour, you literally remembered every single one of the verses that you read that day. Um, one little funny story when Nittai Karuna got married and I was doing the fire sacrifice for the marriage. You were there, Jai Wedemars was there, and I was doing the Om again. So I got about to Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, and you looked over at me and you said, You want me to chant the verses so those who are meant to hear these understand what's going on? <laughs> to chant the Sanskrit for me. So I thought I had to throw that one in a little bit. But um, just so everybody knows that we didn't have an office. We were traveling nonstop from like say 1979, even before that you were nonstop. And together we went nonstop. We didn't have an office. Everything was, we were carrying everything with us. And um, somehow or another it worked. Somehow or another, somehow or another we made it work. It was like an amazing, it was an amazing time. It was an amazing time. It was an exciting time that we're pushing on. And then, uh, what was I going to say here? Oh, the one, one point I really liked was um, that it was always books. Even in the Bovinda's Vaikuntha building, somehow or another, we managed to do books. A lot of places in America weren't doing books. They were collecting a lot of money, but they had to make BBT, uh, send money into the BBT, and were getting books so we could buy books at half price from the temples that weren't distributing books. Uh, we had a unique way of getting books at a discount price and stuff like that. And um, again, 1985, actually around 81 or 82, you asked me to take sannyas. And I thought, yeah, right. 
And, um, and so a couple of years later, you said, I think it's time it'll increase your preaching. And so in 1985 in Mayapur, you, you gave me this, you know, offered me the renounced order of life. Um, you tell me it was a Cadillac ashrams. I didn't quite understand what that meant. <laughs> and uh, it's been okay so far. I've been, been so successful at this point. And, um, and, and as, a, as I said to you in, our, in that little note I sent you for your, on your Vyas Puja day that um, my first meeting with you was 1976 uh, at the Gainesville Temple. I had just come from a long, long vacation from, from uh, Winnipeg to Gainesville. And how impressed everybody was, just like your learning, your scholarship, your everything. I mean, it was days we were talking about your classes after you left that time. And then, and then in 77, you came back from Mayapur from the meetings and then back and forth to India a couple of times you were going through Gainesville. And we always had your association then. And of course, in 78, um, we received our Brahmin initiation from you, a group of us that were on hold from Prabhupada's uh, illness. And so uh, a wonderful, wonderful experience, wonderful experience. And then we went back to school and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so my learning disabilities, uh, I'm unable to learn. So I thought what to do now. So I started to Google. <laughs> I still remember one time I was talking to you on the phone and the kids are yelling and yelling and yelling. And you said, can't you just make them be quiet so we can have a conversation? I said, it doesn't work that way. So anyway, it was years and years of like um, wonderful association. Of course, my health crashed in the early 2000s and our efforts have been minimized since then. And I hope, as you said in your letter back to me on your school today, I hope we can have some exciting Krishna conscious times together again. And um, as many people said, I hope I, I'm waiting for Sankarshan to like go like this to me, but um, definitely transcendental brain, the way you analyze things, your, your, what do you say, your analogies are just so funny. So funny, I still remember we flew into Miami. I just, you, we did this verse um, in the 15th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. I'll think of it in a second because I memorized the verse that time. And, um, in the middle of the class, you go, it doesn't matter if you're a land pig, a water pig, or a flying pig. <laughs> and the, the, whole, the whole temple went completely wild. It was just like, an analogy was just amazing. And, um, and your analogies for like, uh, you know, freedom. Without freedom, there's no perfection in the spiritual world. I mean, I, it's just like inconceivable how you think of all these different analogies that the spiritual world couldn't be perfect if we if we were forced to stay and so many things that I've learned from you so many so many so much preaching ability I often tell everyone that the way I the only way I know how to preach is that I just learned it from you and while I was serving you somehow or another by Krishna's grace I had an opportunity to study a lot I actually did have some time to study in all those times that you were together um, I only lost one thing in like six or seven years of traveling with you. I don't know if you remember this, but we went to India together. I don't remember what year it was, 81, 82 or something like that. And we get to Delhi and you decide I'm staying on the Western time. <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and you stayed up all night long. You would, you would do evening darshan. 
people would be nodding off like a 10 and 10 30 at night in the evening darshan. And then you would stay up and I and, and I'd have to stay up with you and help you. And then in the morning you would you would give the Bhagavatam class and then after class have breakfast. And and then what, then you'd be going like this <laughs> the after after the morning get together and then you take rest during the afternoon. But I had to do all the shopping for all South America <laughs> during the day, so I didn't sleep for like three or four days. <laughs> and I and because I couldn't sleep, I was in a taxi one time with all the Didi saris for like all of Latin America, and the and I kind of nodded off in the car and the guy ripped me off from one of the saris. <laughs> I didn't notice it. And I get in the house back in Delhi and you say, where's that, where's that, where's that night, where's that, sir? I say, I don't know, I go running after the taxi cab in the middle of the night, trying to catch the guy, I couldn't catch him. And uh, I only lost one thing in all those years, you know. But I'll just end it with one funny story, the elevator scene. <laughs> so after I gave up all my belongings in Miami, when we were overweight, 1979 on our way to Mexico City. Um, I went to check us in because at that point you could still check other people in. I go to the counter and they said, you got too many bags, you have to you have to condense them. So I went back to you and I said, we have too many bags and too much weight. And you said, leave your stuff here. <laughs> so I just dropped all my stuff in the middle of Miami airport, checked your stuff in, got to Mexico, had to tell the temple president I needed a blanket and a toothbrush. And so many different things. And so um, later on, I figured out, you know, because we didn't have an office. So you had a harmonium, you had a typewriter, you had a whole suitcase full of Sanskrit books. You had all your stuff in a, another suitcase. I mean, I don't even remember how much stuff we had. It was just like unlimited, right? And so I would, I would defy. I wouldn't let anybody see at the counter when we're checking in. I just check in exactly the amount of stuff we could check in. And then I would, I would literally be like one of those quarter guys in India with a little red guys with the red coats, like six, seven, eight bags on me going up. And then I'd get to the door of the airplane and they'd say, you can't bring that on here. And I would complain, these are ancient books. You can't take these ancient books. You've already lost them so many times. This is the, this is the ancient harmonium from India. It's like thousands of years old. This typewriter is this, this, this is this. We'd argue, 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 and then I'd finally say, okay, put it in the bottom of the plane. I don't care. If you break it, it's your problem. And then I'd get free, we would get free weight restriction. <laughs> and so then I'd get off the plane one time, and I don't know where it was, someplace in Colombia or Peru or someplace, and they had these little air, little tiny escalators for people that get off the plane. And so I get, I, you go down the escalator, I get on the escalator, and I'm stuck. I'm literally stuck on the escalator because I've got so many bags. And I'm walking backwards with the escalators going forward. I'm stuck. I'm walking backwards on the escalator. And now I can see you going down, down, down to the bottom of the escalator and getting off and walking and then looking around, looking for me and then coming back and looking up the escalator like, dude, what are you doing? And I just, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck up in the escalator. So somehow or another, I figured it out to get all the bags up on top of the handrails and also move and aided down the escalator to the thing and you go, you nonsense, you nonsense. <laughs> You're wasting too much time. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I think I got a post, post just what do they call that? Post-estimatics. <laughs>
Hopefully I get over it. <laughs> Post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> I don't even know what the word is for that. <laughs> I could tell a few more, but we'll let somebody else speak. <laughs> Uh, the time tomorrow, Christian Mars actually served you out of peanut butter and jelly sandwich in Berkeley. I mean, at your parents' apartment in, in uh, Beverly Hills. It just goes on and on. It just goes on and on. <laughs> but we survived. We're survivors. <laughs> I think I have one of those little caps with the little, like, you know, VA veteran, Veterans Association. So much affection, Acharya Dave, much affection. And um, well, hopefully my brain gets set straight so they can um, figure out what you're doing. <laughs> I'll go ahead to you and I'll go ahead to your service. I'll go ahead to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Maharaj. Especially for those funny insights into Acharya Dave's early days. But we have to understand what he did in the beginning because the amount of austerity, the amount of austerity that Maharaj did during those formative years created what we have today. It's by, it's, it's by that determined effort that he had to serve Srila Prabhupada and just to push, push, push. And even today, I can't understand. He's four years older than me and he's got the energy like a teenager. I mean, I just can't, you know, that's one of the things I can't, I just can't keep up with it nowadays. It's just in the front of church is looking very sober there, so. <laughs> you, even we can't keep up with him. he's feeling the PTSD too. <laughs> we also can't keep up with him. Uh, I think Brahmacharya Prabhu wanted to share something from the yes. BI house. I want I'm going to share, this is a picture for all of you of the new headquarters for the Bhaktivedanta Institute, where I'm sitting right now. I'm uh, sitting in the room just to the uh, left of the flag, uh, actually right by the flag. That's exactly where I'm sitting. And uh, uh, we thank Charity many times for it, but I can't help, uh, uh, and all of you are invited to visit here. So I hope you do. Uh, I can't help, and I'm gonna take more of my time as opposed to, to tell one Vyasa Puja story that's very appropriate. Charitiv knows the story too well, but many years ago in Miami, when Vyasa Puja's way pre-internet, uh, disciples would come and as was the custom, they would give offerings like today and dakshin. And as the custom was, I would stand next to a Charitiv with my big bag collecting all the checks. And a Charitiv leans over to me and says, God, it's so hard to hear people say all these praises about me, just saying all these things. And I go whisper to him, yeah, you can cry all the way to the bank. <laughs> uh, so I, we know it's difficult, especially because you can't even get to the bank now. But anyway, be that as it may, I'm going to stay just a few more minutes and I apologize, but I must return to the BI conference um, on cosmography and other spaced out topics. Thank you very much. I'd also like to thank um, Sankarshan and whoever it was that made this Zoom thing possible. I'm usually in northern China this time of the year or someplace like that and don't have an opportunity. I always send a little note to Maharaj 
every year on his solar birthday and his lunar birthday. I memorized the solar birthday by filling out all the entry forms to like 500 countries that we visited or whatever it was. Actually, one time he said, how do you know it's my birthday? And I said, well, you filled it out every time for <laughs> over 100 times. And so thank you all for making this Zoom possible. Again, I, I have an engagement in a little bit, but I'll stay as long as I can. And uh, just uh, thanks to Charity for, for, for everything. And forgive me for all the, all the mistakes I've made over the year. <laughs> Thank you, Maraj. Uh, and just to let you know, it was all Ananda Leela. I had nothing to do with this Zoom. Okay, Ananda I can't yeah, understand that's it. Who I was, that was, that's who I was communicating with. That's right, Ananda Leela. Yes. Oh, A, L, and J. Okay, A, L, and J. And to answer your question earlier, I don't think I would have done that to you, especially seeing a charity of laughing so much. You would have chastised me. Like, yeah, we provide Kleenexes. If you have issues, we get tissues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. And um, I guess I should move on now to Gayatri Prabhu, who's another godbrother of Shula Charidev. Um, he was a temple president of Murari Sevaka community for many years. And he's been friends with the Charidev since, since the 1980s, I believe. Uh, no. Gayatri Prabhu? No, since... Uh, yeah. since Hi, Maharaj. Yes, Hare Krishna. Omagyana Tamaranda Shah, Kinanjana Slakaya, Chakshur, Un Militanjana, Tasmai, Sri Guruvena Maha. Please accept my humble obeisances, Maharaj. Jaya Charidev. Guru Krishna Rupahana, Sastrera Pramane, Guru Rupe Krishna Kripa, Karina Bhaktagani. The spiritual master is non-different from Krishna. Lord Krishna in the form of the spiritual master delivers his devotees. The relationship of a disciple with his spiritual master is as good as his relationship with the Supreme Lord. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Leela 145. I'm deeply moved by the outpouring of loving devotion from these great Vaishnavas who've assembled here today in praise of the spiritual master. Such spiritually advanced souls make me realize that I'm lowly and unqualified to even speak of the glories of Srila Trade. But it is for my purification that I recite these glories of such a great Vaishnava Acharya, Sridananda Das Goswami, even though my words are surely insufficient to describe him. Charidev's qualities and attributes are unlimited, so we could speak for hours and never scratch the surface. Today, I've written only a few words describing his very activities and achievements according to my experience and recollection. Maharaj, since the first day I met you over 46 years ago at the Old Depot Street Temple in Gainesville, Florida, I knew you would play a most pivotal role in my spiritual life. As I listened to your wonderful lectures and watched you dance and sing for Prabhupada and Krishna, I was profoundly moved by your enthusiastic devotion and, of course, your transcendental smile. In fact, now, after all these years, I can honestly say that other than Srila Prabhupada, there is no other person that has encouraged me in devotional service more than you have. Therefore, I owe you an eternal debt of gratitude that I could never repay, although it is my duty to try. Over these many years, I've been blessed to witness some of your great achievements. 
After you were appointed by Srila Prabhupada as one of the original GBC members, we were all excited to follow your activities as Prabhupada personally hand-trained you with so many instructions on how to spread this Krishna consciousness movement. I remember how amazed we all were when he sent you to open up Latin America. Everyone was so happy to see you establishing dozens of temples and centers, translating Prabhupada's books into Portuguese and Spanish, and overseeing the distribution of literally millions of books, not to mention the thousands of devotees that have been attracted as a result of your efforts there. Adding to your long list of achievements for Srila Prabhupada, you took on the role of GBC for the Southeastern United States. This is when I was able to actually have more of your personal association more regularly because you began to visit our temple in Atlanta. Later, of course, you went on to become the first Westerner to translate the Srimad Bhagavatam. And furthermore, you achieved a PhD in Sanskrit studies from Harvard University. By these acts, you were pleasing Srila Prabhupada at every step. And he obviously reciprocated by empowering you more and more. I was so blessed to take first initiation from Srila Prabhupada and twice blessed to take Brahminical initiation from you, Srila Charidev. You have carefully watched over me every step of the way since. I remember many years ago in the early 80s, after opening a preaching center in Nashville, you personally visited me again and again. Like a lion, you would preach as you developed the community of devotees here. When you were with us, uh, the quality of attention you gave us made us feel like we were the only devotees in the world. When in actuality, you were giving the same level of attention to hundreds of others. I lost track of the number of times you stayed with me in my home as we set up various programs at universities and colleges, churches and homes in the area. And I witnessed you change non-devotees into devotees almost everywhere we went. Once at a major program at Vanderbilt University, this stands out in my mind, I saw you actually transfix hundreds of scholars, PhDs, and theologians. Upon completion of your presentation, you received a standing ovation as they applauded in approval of your explanations on the Vaishnava philosophy. We all marveled at how you were so expert in making difficult subject matter available and relatable to everyone there. So many times I've witnessed audiences transformed by your erudite lectures. As my zonal GBC and upon your order, you engaged me in service as an ISKCON temple president. And for over a decade, you went on supporting me in every possible way with tireless instruction by phone, traveling thousands of miles to visit and encourage me. And as we grew the project, you were there to personally oversee the details of the construction even donating tens of thousands of dollars of your own money to complete facilities and guest quarters for visitors and devotees alike. Everything you did had to be first class. Nothing was to be spared for the satisfaction of Srila Prabhupada. You were always adding rooms to the house that Prabhupada built. And in a very loud voice, it was you who invited the whole world to take shelter there. Somehow or other, even while writing books, preaching all over the world and supporting your disciples, you have added to your mission the restarting of the Hare Krishna movement in the Western world through Krishna West. 
everything you have done so far in Prabhupada's service has uniquely qualified and prepared you for this moment and for this monumental task. Acharya Dave, you are a most powerful general in Prabhupada's army. And we are all simply your foot soldiers awaiting your marching orders. With the decades of experiences that you have accumulated in service to Prabhupada, you know exactly how to organize this mission in regard to time and to place and to circumstance. Because of your insight, your victory is assured in establishing Krishna consciousness as an irrevocable fact amongst the Westerners. Due to your unwavering commitment to Prabhupada's order to save the Western countries, I have so many times witnessed your unflinching determination to accomplish this task. You cannot stop. You will not rest and you will never give up until this Hare Krishna movement flourishes as Prabhupada desired. I know this to be a fact. Please consider me as your menial servant in this necessary undertaking you call Krishna West. I am standing at the ready. As Prabhupada's stalwart representative, you will equip us all to combat the forces of Maya and to deliver the fallen souls of the Western world back to home, back to Godhead. Simply by cooperating with you, surely we will win this war on Maya for Srila Prabhupada's glory and save countless souls in the process. There is no doubt your greatest achievements await you as you take on delivering the Western world for the glory of Srila Prabhupada. And as your servants, we stand in solidarity to assist you in this noble mission. Jaya Krishna West, Jaya Charyadev, Jaya Srila Prabhupada, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Gayatri. Hare Bo. Jaya Gayatri Prabhu, thank you so much for that wonderful offering. And for all the things you said about Acharyadev and his efforts in Krishna West. Um, my obeisance is to you, Prabhu. And now I'd like to call on the, uh, the last of Srila um, Acharyadev's godbrothers on my list, uh, Gunavatar Prabhu, to say a few words. Srila um, Prabhupada sent him to Israel to preach, and he took that as his life mission. And even to this day, he's doing that, caring for a thriving community of devotees there now. So I'm happy to, to be able to invite him to say a few words as well. Gunavatar Prabhu. Oh, a microphone. Oh, you're, you're on mute, Prabhu. Dai Shila Charyadev, please accept my obeisances, my obeisances to all the exalted Vaishnavas. I'm very, very tiny devotee, so... So I don't want to take your pressure time, and I'll just read few few lines that I uh, wrote with your permission. Dear Ridananda Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. I want to point to some outstanding qualities by which you shine in your service to Srila Prabhupada and ISKCON. Your essence of life, 
with full dedication is to please the Lord of your life, Srila Prabhupada, all glories to such master, all glories to such a disciple. You see devotion not as dependent on culture, dresses or rituals, but by the symptoms of consciousness. In this way, you are encouraging real devotion and drive away false external one. The challenge of devotional life is to be real person in the real world. Real person means real devotee, fully dedicated to please Guru and Krishna. I understand living in the real world as being able to fulfill the mission of Guru to spread Krishna consciousness according to time and circumstances, properly discriminating between the essential and the non-essential aspects of devotional service. I think that you are exemplary in being real person in the real world. Previously, Tamal Krishna Goswami, my, my uh, Diksha, <coughs> my uh, uh, second guru, Prabhupada, Tamal Krishna Maharaj, instructed me to be a real person in the real world. He said that uh, having inclusive attitude and being real person in the real world would be the only way to successfully preach in Israel. By your example and support, you help me to understand that deep instruction. Now, you so nicely exemplify these, these principles and so kindly instruct me how to fulfill my debt to Guru and Goranga. I fervently pray. This is my personal praying for you. I fervently pray that you will finish the writing and publishing of your Mahabharata as I believe it will be your lasting contribution to change the narrative of the current atheistic, theistic, atheistic and theistic uh, world culture from being under the modes of nature to one that promotes pure devotion to the personal God. Your humble servant, Gunavatar Das, Israel. So please allow me to stop with this because your glorious devotees can speak so eloquently, and I'm just a dwarf devotee. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, Gunabhatar Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. My obeisances to all the devotees. And our obeisances to you, Prabhu. We're also very much eagerly awaiting the Mahabharata. So there's people lining up for that. Okay, so I think we can now move on to the disciples of Srila Charidev who have been eagerly waiting patiently for, for an opportunity to speak. And what I'll do, I'll invite each person on the list that I have here in, in sequence. So please, could each of you just keep an eye on that, um, a few names in advance so that you're not caught out by surprise when I call your name. Uh, we'll start with Her Grace Krishna Priya Devi Dasi. Namah Om Vishnu Padaya Vishnu Pistaya Bhutale Shimate Ridae Nanda Das Goswami Dinamane Namaste Guru Hansaya Paramananda Medese Prabhupada Paramadaya Dusta Siddhantanasane So Srila Chardevan here with Champakavata and she, she reminded me that she was at your Vyasa Puja 30 years ago in, in Alachua, Florida. So she's very happy to be here again. 
So I was going to read my offering and then um, just make a few comments. Hearing Brahmatirtha and Ritavija Prabhu, and um, it just really brought back so many amazing experiences and, and joyful times with you. So in my offering, it's Dear Shila Trade, please set my obeisances, all glories to La Prabhupada. How wonderful it is that we are able to honor you on this most auspicious occasion of your Vyasa Puja. Year after year, you have shown your dedication to serving Srila Prabhupada and spreading the teachings of Lord Chaitanya, the six Goswamis, the previous Acharyas, all over the world. Your very deep insights into understanding the profound teachings of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam have inspired others to take seriously the great gifts which we have been given. You, Shilacharya, have the ability to bring this knowledge to a level that is able to be easily assimilated and appreciated by the general public as well as serious devotees. Recently, while listening to your Zoom classes given in many languages, I can understand that the intense fire to preach and spread Krishna consciousness has only increased in time, especially as you see the condition of the world we are living in. You, Shilacharya, are a great, great, great general in Shila Prabhupada's Sankirtan army. Um, one thing I really wanted to share from my heart is I especially appreciate your transparency. You live what you teach, and you have the ability to be honest and straightforward in your dealings with others. And that's not something so easy to find in this day and age we live in. Anyone who has been in your association knows how special, how wonderful it is to go on walks, to hear you play the piano, and see how you live a very simple, sublime life. You are always seeing Krishna behind everything, and that love and faith enters the hearts of all who come in contact in your association. And that just brings to my thoughts, like being on so many walks with you in so many different states, so many different places all over the world. And today they were speaking about Nova Gokula and throwing stones in the river in Nova Gokula and walking in Beverly Hills. And you tell me, see, you got to just be what you, what you wanted, a rich lady in Beverly Hills and just always joking. And, and I remember so often just walking in a place with you and because you were seeing Krishna everywhere, that place just became so, so beautiful. It, it became transformed. So that's always been my experience with you, that everything becomes transformed, everything becomes exciting. Um, this year, I've been really praying that all of your projects can move forward and that many books can be produced. Somehow or other, it was my good fortune to come under your shelter in my youth in 1978. And I always reflect on the first time I ever saw you was in 1976. And I was in Los Angeles and I was, um, well, the first time I saw you was you were getting in the car, which to the Prabhupada to go on a walk. And I, somehow I noticed you then. 
And then you had gathered all the devotees. We went on a, a Harinam on this big bus and you were just sitting in the front of the bus singing Sanskrit shlokas, you know? And I remember thinking, who is this personality? You know, he's so jolly. I remember just thinking that, you know, I was just so like amazed. And then in 1978, I just like appeared out of nowhere at the Nunaimishmanya Forest. Nobody knew me. Nobody knew where I came from. I just kind of appeared there and I met you. I was introduced to you and I told you, you know, that I had been following, I'd been practicing and Srila Prabhupada had left the planet and, and I was never initiated. And he said, you said, what do you want to do? This is our first meeting. And I just knew then that you were my spiritual master. And I said, well, I want to be initiated by you. And you said, all right, next Sunday. So <laughs> that, was, that was in 1978, so many years ago. Now, now I'm older. Well, I have one more thing to say from my reading. So many things have happened since then. But you've always been there to give me strength and stability. You've always had the ability to make me laugh at myself and move forward in my devotional service. Now I'm older and I don't have the same capacity to serve as I did in my youth. And it makes me very happy to see so many coming forward to assist you. So I wanted to really thank you for all of your kindness and to forgive me for all of my offenses and just for really making Krishna person in my life and in the life of others and just offer my obeisances. I don't want to take the time, but I, I'm also remembering so many funny stories because when you were with Brahmatirtha or you were with Rachavajaswami, somehow I was around in those days and it was just so, like you always say, it was just a very loving, loving family. Even though at times we would get, I would get very stressed and because I always wanted to please you. Even today I got stressed just trying to set up a picture. But one thing I just wanted to remember too that's not in my writing, which came up today because um, Brahmachev is talking about, you know, the BI that they've just opened now in Gainesville. So I remember in the very early days you were out on the farm and you had completely tired yourself in Brazil and had to come back and stay on the farm. And you were so determined to have preaching that you were sending us out. We were going out and meeting professors and just somehow convincing them to come and to speak with you. So that was really, really special for me, getting to, to do that service and to hear from you. And, and I had gone to so many years of school, but I feel like my real education came from having your, your association and hearing from you. So I just want to thank you and Please keep me under your shelter and let me assist you in some way. Jai Shri Thank you, Krishna Priya, for that for that for that very nice offering. It was a pleasure to hear from you. Okay, if I can now move on to uh, Ekabakti Das from Italy. I promise I will be short. <laughs> Om Gyanati Mirandasya Gyananjala Shalakaya Chakshurum Militam Gyanata Smai Sri Gura Venama Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pesta Bhutale Sri Materidananda Dasko Swami Tinamine Namaste Guru Hansai Paramananda Midasi Prabhupada Pamodai Dusta Siddhanta Masini Dear Acharya Dev, 
O Master, great leader, glories to you. You always find the right way to explain Krishna consciousness. Giving example of history shines, philosophy and more. With the Krishna West project, you are bringing thousands of Western people closer to Srila Prabhupada. Women and men express their artistic talent for service to Lord Krishna. Many families have become a good example in society and feel pleasure in devotional service. I wish everyone to be able to study your extraordinary example of life, your precious advice, and to receive answer to question in many cases never asked. I thank you for your writing contribution and for your transcendental personality. Thank you, Acharyadev. I love you. Thank you very much, Ekabhakti. Ekabhakti is on the Krishna West Council serving in Europe. Okay, if I can now call on, on Krishnatma Devidasi from the UK. She uh, helps us in our Krishna West project here in, in England. So if, if she can come now and make her offering, Krishnatma. Thank you. Thank you, Krishnatma. It's a great honor and privilege to be here today in the association of these wonderful devotees to commemorate your life, your wonderful life and work so far. You are the life and soul of your disciples. You Salvador da Patria, the savior of our homeland. <laughs> With great compassion and patience, you are teaching, inspiring, and keep us at service of Srila Prabhupada and Lord Krishna. I want to thank you very much for all this and more in my name. In the name of my little family, Krishna Mai, Andrew, and Vayu. And also in the name of many of my god brothers and sisters that couldn't be here today. I pray to Srila Prabhupada and Krishna to keep you in good health for many, many, many years to come. We love you, Srila Charadev. Srila Charadev Kijai. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi. Thank you very much, Krishnatma. Uh, could I now call on Ananda Hari Prabhu from, from uh, Ireland? Jai Srila Chari Dave. <laughs> All glories to the assembled devotees. And uh, thank you very much. I, I um, will try to be quick, but I, I just was remembering I've somehow come up the list, I think, too high here but um i was i'm hearing these wonderful stories about the early days and it just reminded me that i guess i was there in the early days of krishna west in some ways i i was um serving you in <laughs> the end, around this time of year at the end of 2001 to early uh, 2002 i think I, I think it could be a year out but i think that was the year 
and um, it was I came to the United States um, to take over from my dear friend and godbrother Maheshra Prabhu. And uh, when I arrived in the in the States, I was told by so many uh, different devotees that he was such a wonderful servant. He was such an amazing servant. I think someone said you commented that he was the best servant that you had. <laughs> and then I came along, possibly, um, I don't know if I was the worst servant you had, but I probably wasn't far off. And uh, somehow you tolerated me. And it was like a, um, uh, it was a bat baptismal by fire. <laughs> but but it was it was such a wonderful experience, and to hear you formulating so many ideas and and and, and expressing so many ideas that at the time were uh, appeared to be so different, it was just a wonderful experience. I had I had I I had been serving with Tribhuvanath Prabhu in in Africa and in Europe with the festival program and it was Tribhuvanath Prabhu one time in a, a discussion you know there's always a lot of guru discussions in ISKCON and one time Tribhuvanath Prabhu said that um, if he was taking initiation in ISKCON he, he would take initiation from you and that really struck me and and it's I started to listen to your classes and and um, and I remember when I got initiated you were passing through I think Poland and I got initiated and I remember you saying, you know, I was ready for the fire yagya and everything. And you said, well, find a fire and throw a banana into it. <laughs> <laughs> and, at, you know, at the time, I didn't know how to understand that. <laughs> but it took it took real time to understand that the importance is the change of heart from Krishna consciousness. And I found that, you know, what people thought were new ideas that were being expressed and um, were, were not. I, I felt like that it was your memory of Prabhupada, your memory of Prabhupada's mood that is what Krishna West is founded on. This idea that we can be, uh, we can be true to ourselves and offer ourselves to Krishna through Srila Prabhupada, through Srila Prabhupada's movement. And I, I, I felt like you've um, reminded the world of, of that, of the importance of, uh, you know, not, not that, rituals are not important because they are and you've expressed that they're important but they are there to assist in the change of heart that uh, is in the practice of Krishna consciousness so I'm very grateful to uh, to have that experience and I hope hope we can have the opportunity to serve you again the, the family the, the family you know getting through that baptism of fire what it gave was a, a doorway to a family uh, and the amount of uh, god brothers and god sisters that are just so supportive so caring you know i see so many here it's great to see sarvatma prabhu it's great to see so many devotees here who were there at the time ramatirtha prabhu and everybody but there's this is just a wonderful family and you're a wonderful father and thank you so much Srila Sharide. Hare krishna jai thank you ananda hari could I now call on Param Shreya Das, who is the Krishna West Council representative for Germany, to make his offering? Hare Krishna, the Acharya Dev, please accept my humble obeisances. Oidlois to Srila Prabhupada, this is an offering from myself and Shivatma Prabhu. 
on your Vyasa Puja day of 2020, I am trying to reflect on your vision, your mission, and especially on what I've been able to observe and understand during the last two years. You said that the most powerful way to establish Krishna West is success. This is a very simple but practical formula. Furthermore, the more successful Krishna West becomes, the more the skeptics will be convinced. During the last year, you yourself made many efforts to improve the Krishna West mission. It has become very clear to me that your text, your brain, considerably regarding how to increase this movement and and an expression that Srila Prabhupada himself used. The interesting thing is that in your case, a transcendental brain is being taxed. One of the first recipients of the brain stretching exercise is certainly the Krishna West Council. You patiently guided the Krishna West Council during numerous meetings. You made it also very clear that Krishna West should be an increasingly perceptible participant in the worldwide ISKCON book distribution mission. In spite of your tremendous work, you very steadily have given weekly classes of Srimad Bhagavatam and Sri Ishapad live on Zoom and Facebook in various languages. You also took part in various public conferences, debates and podcasts. The last one I remember was with some intense atheist pandit. I was very impressed by your humility and patience in spite of his annoying and stubborn spiritual ignorance. Meanwhile, you published a brilliant paper, a brilliant paper on how all ISKCON members can understand Srila Prabhupada's quotes in an appropriate hermeneutic framework. Astonishingly, you based all your sound arguments on Srila Prabhupada's own quotes. I wonder how this paper can be refuted by anyone. Then you shed a lot of sweat and tears in finding a suitable place for a Krishna West headquarter. Now, from your own inheritance, you have finally purchased a very beautiful and prestigious house in Florida for Krishna West and Bhaktivedanta Institute programs and purposes. While listing all these efforts and accomplishments, there is also a lot of hidden work behind the scenes on your book projects. One big austerity of writing books is that during the long and painful process, not much is visible to the public. Still, you are undergoing this hardship. Thank you for this outstanding example of dedication in Srila Prabhupada's mission. It is very impressive. It is very impressive to us. I pray that in the coming year, I can be much more useful in, in assisting you in your efforts, dear Acharya Dev. Your servant, your servants, Shivatma Das and Paramshaya Das, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Thank you Paramshaya. Okay, can I now call on Lalita, who is the chairperson of the Krishna Mass Council, to make her offering? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Acharya Dev. <laughs> Hare Krishna, everybody here. My respectful obeisance unto all of you. Um, I just want to start saying, you know, um, on behalf of the council, 
uh, the Krishna West Council, um, you know, we are so thankful, so grateful for all your um, support. Um, everything you do for us, all the example you set for us is uh, admired. I, I admire it. Um, and um, I wish I could speak more. I, I, I don't want to take anybody's time. We've already um, gone um, over time. So I just want to really thank you for all the support you, you've brought into us, to everybody who's speaking today, who everybody, everybody who's watching, because I'm sure everybody can uh, talk about you for days and days, maybe in years, and I would love to hear that. <laughs> all those stories, all the pastimes, um, everything we've learned from you and your example. So I just want to thank you on behalf of the council and on behalf of my family um, for your support on a personal matter and a personal note um, for your support for always cheering me on and for always um, um, supporting my ideas, my mind um, and encouraging me to be who I am. And that's basically it. <laughs> all I want to say is thank you Charita for all your service. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lalita. Please, can I now call on Sarvatma Das from the United States to make his offering? Hare Krishna, Jaya Charidev, said my obeisances. Um, I've curiously, several people spoke about the brain, how they need a brain, and uh, you mentioned in more than one occasion, probably more than hundreds of occasions, where I do need <laughs> a brain. Um, I was giving class the other day on the Bhagavatam, fourth canto, uh, seventh chapter, verse number five. Uh, that was only a couple of days ago, where uh, Lord Shiva is asked by Lord Brahma to restore the arms that were cut off from Daksha's man and the uh, uh, got a goat's beard, and you know, some people got half a brain and so on. And Prabhupada in the purpose says that the brain apparently is not the um, location of intelligence that is actually consciousness because there are uh, uh, people with very little brain matter that actually function normally like Daksha with the head of a goat was actually as intelligent as he was before and I did some research and as it's true there is a man 44 year old man uh, who complained of a, a weak uh, leg, so they took a brain scan and they it showed that he had a, a tiny little bit of brain, the rest was fluid. And he was 44, he had two children and a wife. Um, of course, his IQ was 75, which is way below average. Uh, so there is hope for, for all of us, Brahmatirta, myself, and a, and a few others. And you do have a transcendental brain. I, this I have experienced. And uh, everything that, that the devotees have said very eloquently. Uh, for example, um, I remember you sent me, I was in Orlando, Florida, um, in a preaching center distributing books. And you called me and said, uh, we need someone to preach in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, so get your stuff and move there. So I, I did that. And two weeks later, you, uh, and, and I said, for how long? And he said, you, for the rest of your life. Okay, so two weeks later, you call me and uh, <laughs> he said, uh, how long would you take it to get to, to New York? <laughs> I said, well, to get a good ticket, probably three days. Okay, so I'll see you in three days. Uh, fly, tell me what airport you fly, I'll pick you up. So you picked me up in a van 
beat up Van Boru from uh, New York Temple. And you didn't tell me where we were going. And I, I asked you, you know, how long, how long is this one, this thing for? He said, uh, for at least a month. Okay, so I gather stuff and you picked me up at Newark Airport and drove me to New Haven, Connecticut. You explained to me on the way to New Haven that you always wanted to preach to intellectuals and to the um, Ivy League. So we ended up in New Haven and you left me there a few weeks later and said, just dedicate your life to these, this project. And then you came to visit maybe a year later and brought a little hundred page book of uh, how to learn Italian. And you asked me, do you, do you speak Italian? I said, yeah, actually I, I had spoken Italian for a year when I was younger. So how do you say rain, pioggia? And you were reading the book at, at, at the time to me. Uh, yeah, and how do you say sand, sabbia? Oh yeah, you do speak, so that, that's great. Then you put it down and after a few days you left town and then uh, about a month later, you call me and said, how long will you take it to get to New York? <laughs> so <laughs> where are we going now? Uh, oh no, it's just a, just a temporary trip. Uh, so get, get visas for most Western countries in Europe. Uh, so I did that. And then we met at the airplane and said, ah, and bring me the little Italian book that you had left with me. So we met at the airport and we flew together and I gave you the, the little hundred page book. And when we arrived in Italy, which was our first point, uh, you gave your first class in Italian and the Italian that you learned on the airplane, just between America and Italy. And because I could understand everything, uh, I thought it was somewhat rudimentary, but good. But every day that went by, you got better. And you would ask, you know, how do you say this? And you would not forget. And this is the result. The result is that you speak numerous languages, which great understanding and nuances. And this is just perhaps a material uh, detail, but it's also very applicable to spiritual life, where you actually read uh, the Vedic literature and you do understand it. And when you read Prabhupada's letters and messages and hear his class, and you really understand what the message is. And you have um, dedicated and pushed yourself and others to uh, follow the path because what's you understood the most important message that this human life is very rare and we have to dedicate it to Krishna from beginning to end. So we have dedicated other lives to other things, but you haven't wasted a single moment. So uh, for that, I thank you. And I hope that one day I will become, uh, I will have some brain power to understand your instructions and your encouragement and so on. And I'll be able to join you in your mission. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Jai, thank you very much, Sarvatma Prabhu. Please, could I now invite uh, Jagat Palanadas from the UK, who is also a core member of the Krishna West team here. Jagat Palana Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Jaya Sharadev. I just want to take the opportunity to thank you. Thank you for the inspiration you've been giving us for the last 30 years and so on. I'm so proud to, to be your disciple. I'm so proud to, uh, 
to be able uh, to listen to your lectures is so inspiring. And uh, I just I just want to bring just one example very briefly to show the impact that you have that your uh, your 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 presence, your preaching, uh, the proof you can say, the controversial proof of your uh, spiritual power. I would like to bring Sankarshan as an example. Uh, <laughs> I I know Sankarshan for quite a while because we we met in the Soul Temple with, uh, and I've been knowing for 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 a while. Uh, it's not so long actually, but the transformation the Sankarshan had is staggering. I mean, for me, it's miraculous. He's, he's a different person. I mean, and the, the maturity, the spiritual strength, the conviction, the understanding, the spiritual intuition. It's, I mean, every day I'm shocked. Every every time I speak with Sankarshan, I'm, and then I speak with Paruna next to me. I said, yeah. how, how, how wonderful Sankarshan is. The realization is unbelievable. And it happened you know, in front of my eyes, you know, uh, uh, this is a proof, this is incontrovertible proof of, of your power, Sheila Charlotte. So I just want to thank you. Uh, please, uh, uh, I, I, I really think that the best of Acharya is yet to come. We haven't seen anything yet. I'm completely convinced of that. Just, just, just hang around and the, the best of Acharya is yet to come. I hope so. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Jagatpalana. And had I known that there was another disciple named Sankarshana, I would have invited him to participate. <laughs> but next time. Okay, please, please can I now call on Pavani Devidasi from Ireland to make her offering. Pavani Prabhu? Hare Krishna Srila Charadev. Um, please accept my humble obeisances and all uh, my obeisances to all the other Vaishnavs here as well. Dear Srila Chaidev, I've written a few things. Dear Srila Chaidev, I watched and learned from you over the years and more so now um, at this during difficult times uh, to continue to preach to people um, the philosophy and always thinking of ways on how to expand the Krishna consciousness movement in the most dynamic and effective way. You've done so with great care and attention to people of all walks of life who come to you, being patient to explain that to them the Siddhanta, whenever and whatever form required, constantly adapting to make Srila Prabhupada's mission to be continuously relevant at current times. Um, I've also learned from you um, how you've shown by example to put forth arguments and reasoning with utmost respect and sensitivity to your audience, whether it's through your writing in papers or in your talks and speech, regardless of who they are and how the reaction comes back in return. Um, also in this pursuit of spiritual life where we are thought that Aparad, especially Vaishnav Aparad is the greatest obstacle. You've shown by example how to avoid it at all cost when preaching. Um, this I will always remember about you. Your composure, your focus, your scholarship when explaining is something that is permanently etched in my very small brain. <laughs> um, 
um, and despite your heavy schedule, Shilatradev, you've always made time, your time, yourself available for your disciples. And I know that for myself, you've always given me time whenever I needed it, however insignificant my need was or the subject matter was, you've always been patient and, um, and very compassionate. You're a preacher through and through, and you have tirelessly worked for Srila Prabhupada to bring Krishna consciousness to everybody, and as well through your extensive writing of books. I can only hope to imbibe your move, your mood and determination to serve Srila Prabhupada the way you see it, and that is only going to be possible by your blessings and mercy. And like Bill Krishna, Swami, and all the other Vaishnavs here, I pray that you have a very long life to help and continue to guide us. Although we all know that you've never aged past 50 years old. All glories to you, Srila Atreidev, and all glories to your service. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Pavani. Thank you. Okay, can we, can we move on to Ishanadas, a Krishna West Council representative in America? Hare Krishna, Jai Shilakshadeva, with Krishna Varna and Ananda. Uh, where's Ananda? Yes, Lakshadeva. Namal Krishna Padaya, Krishna Prestai Bhutalesh Mate, Reda Ananda Das Goswami Tinamini, Namaste Guru Hansaya Paramananda Medase, Prabhupada Pramodaya Dushta Siddhanta Nasini. Please accept our most humble obedience. At your lotus feet, which are transcendental intelligence, Paramananda <laughs> Medase, you have ignited the fire of the Western preaching. You have gave us an opportunity to increase our devotional service, opening new doors to be Krishna's instruments, reclaiming lost souls. Krishna West is like a new beginning. More and more in your classes, you make it clear the direction we have to walk for the future. It's a vision that we'll make into the history of the world. It's a profound and irrevocable contribution to make the prediction of the 10,000 golden years a reality. We feel immensely blessed to have you as our spiritual master there's not something we could do to repay you. Please accept our tiny brains, oh, I mean, our tiny participation on this Krishna West project, <laughs> which is already showing good results, not only here in Orlando, but in other places with all the several great Vaishnavas around the Western world. And we are sure that this will increase. Prabhupada Pramodaya. We are sure you are satisfying Srila Prabhupada. Therefore, we want to be on your team. <laughs> Going straight to victory. Jai Shila Charadeva, your insignificant servants, Krishna West Orlando team. Haribo. Thank you, Ishana. Please can I now invite Jaya Sita Devidasi to make her offering. 
Jai Shri Acharya, Hare Krishna. <laughs> I'm um I'm infinitely grateful and humble to be here speaking. Um Sri Acharya, if you're constantly and so kindly always inspiring us to share Krishna consciousness in ways that are relevant and above all sustainable. Um, it's been my deep desire to help share insight into the Krishna West model here in Puerto Rico. So with your inspiration, a group of us from the Plenitude Farm Project have come together with the purpose of uh, helping revive Prabhupada's vision and mission to share Krishna consciousness in ways that are, in ways that recognize the um, unique features of the world we live in today. Um, these are ways that harvest unity, that harvest respect and appreciation for all, and that promote integrating ourselves in influential ways in the world. So with your blessings, we aspire to be a dynamic source of inspiration and support for those seeking a genuine spiritual path. Um, we want to promote joyous and enlivening nature of Krishna consciousness that you so lovingly have drafted for us with your example and your teachings. I sincerely and humbly want to help you make a difference. Thank you, Sri Chaitanya. Thank you, Jayasita. Please can I now invite Padmaksha Devidasi from Italy. Hare Krishna Shri Deva. Please accept my obeisance. Thank you for your inspiring classes that you constantly give us. Thanks for your strong example of loyalty and dedication in serving Srila Prabhupada's mission in the world which your preaching project Christian West. Pure expression of your love in strictly following our beloved Srila Prabhupada. Namaste Sarasvati Deve Goravani Pracharine, Nirvishesa Sunyavadi Paschatyade Shatarine. Our respectful obeisances are unto you, O spiritual master, servant of Sarasvati Goswami. You are kindly preaching the message of Lord Chaitanya Deva and delivering the Western country, which are filled with the impersonalism and the voidism. Grazie, Shirashera Deva. Tanti auguri. Uh, our best wishes from Madhavananda and Balarama. Hari Bol. Hari Krishna. Bene, bene, grazie. Hari Bol. Jai, thank you very much, Padmaksha. Please, can I now invite uh, Gandani Devi Dasi from Australia to make her offering? Jai Sila Chere, please accept my humble obeisances. All glory to Sila Prabhupada. All glory to the Assembly of Devotees. Uh, all glory to the Divine Appearance Day. Thank you for your kind guidance in my life. You know, will not have been the same without you. Uh, in the guide to the Bhagavad Gita that you so brilliantly wrote, I read Krishna states, a self control accomplished soul achieves prasad, serene clarity and grace. This sentence, as well as many, many others, parts of the scriptures talk about you. I'm grateful for your kind 
next to allow me to see it. You also explained there is no purifier like a spiritual knowledge. Not only you are so kind to share it with us with the most sophisticated scholarship, but also you make it accessible to everyone. And your last instruction to a group of us, you said, take care of yourself first at all levels, emotional, psychological, spiritual, etc. Then help others. I go from taking only care of myself and forgetting all others to only taking care of others and forgetting about myself. I'm really far from following even the simplest of the instructions, but I have seen enough miracles in my life that I know with your blessings, everything is possible. Happy birthday. And an yeah. attempt to serve you sincerely, your Gandhi Meganix. <laughs> <laughs> Jai Gandhani, thank you very much. Now, can we go to Vanamali Devidasi from Italy? Dear Shilacharya Deva, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Shila Prabhupada and all glories to you. On this special and auspicious day of your Vyasa Puja, I would like to thank you for your mercy and guidance in my spiritual life. Thank you for your Krishna West project that is inspiring many people around the world to take shelter in Krishna consciousness. By your extraction and classes, it is clear that your purpose is to please your spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada with your great efforts and success in the preaching. I always remember with gratitude your visit to Italy in Prabhupada Desh, Asiago, Villaggio Hare Krishna, and Villa Vrindavana. During you also inspired us with your deep spiritualization. What a blissful moment we spent together. <laughs> Dear Srila Charyadeva, Sri Krishna has blessed you with the gift of conquering the hearts of the people who listen you, to you because you are an ecstatic, charismatic, and enchanting preacher. <laughs> I wish you a wonderful Vyasa Puja. Your eternal serve, Vanamali. Grazie, Charyadeva. Grazie, <laughs> Hi, thank you, Vanamali. Thank you. Trying. And now, yeah. now Prabhupada Priya Devidasi from the US. Hi, Krishna. Uh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. Um, there's many things that I'd like to say, but to keep it short, I, I narrowed my offering down to a, a tree theme. <laughs> it's about trees. <laughs> So uh, it's described in the Bhagavatam that Krishna, while walking through the forest of Vrindavan, was appreciating the munificence of the trees, whose lives are dedicated to the benefit of others. He told his friends that just as those trees fulfill one's desires with their leaves, fruits, flowers, and shade, it is the duty of all living beings to perform welfare activities for the benefit of others with their intelligence, words, wealth, and life. This verse reminded me of you. 
having been blessed with transcendental intelligence, powerful and eloquent speech, abundant wealth, and a long, healthy life, you have dedicated all of them consistently for the last 51 years to the ultimate welfare work, the spiritual benefit of others. Another applicable tree reference from the scriptures is the Chaitanya tree described in the Adi Lila chapter nine of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Lord Chaitanya is the trunk and Srila Prabhupada says that Iskon is a branch of this tree. Now you have established Krishna West as a vibrant sub-branch of Iskon. Some devotees object to anything that resembles branching off from Iskon, but this is the natural growth pattern of a tree a tree needs to branch and spread in new directions to maximize its exposure to sunlight. Similarly, ISKCON needs to branch into new styles of preaching, which reach out to new audiences. As long as those branches are firmly connected to the main branch, they will thrive. But as soon as they disconnect by deviation or neglect of the core principles, they will wither and die. So any effort may be judged by its, its results. And we can see that your efforts to propagate the principles and practices of Krishna West are not only producing many new Krishna West projects, which are successful, but are resuscitating ISKCON in the Western world and giving life to the whole Chaitanya tree. This was all predicted by Lord Chaitanya. He says that the tree of which he is, of which he is the trunk will have many branches and each branch will have hundreds of sub branches. And in this way, love of God will spread to all the people of the world. I commend you, Srila Charide, for your boldness and determination, for going out on a limb for Srila Prabhupada <laughs> and speaking strongly on issues where many others, though agreeing, have remained silent. Your words are the fresh air, the direct sunlight, and the pure water needed for the growth of the Chaitanya tree. And I pray that I may be a small twig or at least a leaf on your branch of this tree and thus assist you in your glorious efforts to strongly establish the Krishna consciousness movement and spread the fragrant flowers and nectarian fruits of love for Krishna all over the world. Jai Srila Charidev, your servant, Prabhupada Priya Kibidasi. Jai, thank you very much, Prabhupada Priya. Uh, I'm next on the list, so I'll make a brief offering on behalf of myself, uh, my wife, Reshma. Oh, um, and, and all the representatives of the Krishna West Council who serve on this side of the pond here in the, in the UK, Europe, and Israel. And also all the devotees who are assisting us in our various projects. I beg to offer my prostrated obeisances at the lotus feet of my eternal spiritual master and leader, His Holiness Hridayananda Das Goswami Acharya Dev, that celebrated ambassador of Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the line of His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and the great protector and preceptor of Krishna consciousness in the West. It is with great joy and reverence that I honor your unique contribution to the spiritual welfare of the world. By your visionary efforts, you have laid the foundations for a much needed rejuvenation of the great mission delivered to us by Srila Prabhupada and set the course for a powerful and influential Hare Krishna movement 
in the West. By your intellectual dexterity and ambitious resolve, you have bolstered the philosophical infrastructure of ISKCON for future generations. And by your unwavering devotion and courage, immense courage, you have resuscitated the heartbeat of spiritual adventure and hope for many earnest souls around the world, many of whom I know personally. On behalf of the representatives of the Krishnamas Council here in the UK, Europe, and Israel, and all the devotees who support us in the background, I want to thank you for demonstrating so clearly how relevant and attractive and undeniably respectable our Gaudiya Vaishnav tradition can be in the world today. And I want to convey with all seriousness and conviction our combined and earnest resolve to continue the important work that you have set for us in the service of Srila Prabhupada and ISKCON. Finally, on a personal level, thank you for situating me so thoughtfully and expertly in Krishna consciousness. Whatever abilities I have in this world, Srila Charadev, I commit them fully at your lotus feet. With determination and gratitude, I pray, I pray to reciprocate the privilege of being your disciple, your faithful servant always, Sankarshana Das, Jai Acharya Dev. Okay, next on the list, we have oh, Rashma Soshai. You can. Uh, next on the list, we've got um, Sripati from the US. Sripati? obeisances at your lotus feet and to all the devotees present. Dear Srila Charidev, please accept our humble obeisances. All glories to your divine grace, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada often referred to Krishna consciousness as a spiritual science, the science of the soul. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines science as one, the state of knowing, knowledge as distinguished from ignorance or misunderstanding, and two, a department of systematized knowledge as an object of study. Srila Prabhupada's books and teachings boldly present the scientific application of Krishna consciousness, something new and revolutionary in modern times. His Bhaktivedanta purports make available profound understandings rarely pondered in this world. As a dedicated son and follower of Prabhupada, you continue and further his mission with your own writing and teaching, distilling the essence of his work and making it easily accessible and understandable for society at large. Staying true to the very heart of Bhagavad Gita and Srila Prabhupada's teachings, you work tirelessly to show that a real spiritual science is not dependent on or encumbered by cultural or ethnic norms and mores. The science of the soul stands upon itself. By bringing this understanding to our ISKCON society and the world in large, has not been without its challenges. 
but you always steadfastly and determinedly present the truth as spoken by Srila Prabhupada. Presenting Srila Prabhupada as he is in his own words and not a romanticized or stylized version of him is essential to ensure the ultimate success of Srila Prabhupada's mission. As part of your loving concern for all humanity, you are always the voice of devotional brilliance, helping us as we schlep through this crepuscular world. You have deeply imbibed Srila Prabhupada's instructions to you and giving up everything, you powerfully and effectively execute them for the benefit of all. Fiercely devoted to Srila Prabhupada's mission, you fearlessly lead the Sankirtan army, the true heart of Srila Prabhupada and Nittai Gora's mercy. Srila Charidev, we wholeheartedly thank you from the very depths of our being for your guidance, wisdom, leadership, compassion, and dedication to Srila Prabhupada. Today and always, our prayer at your lotus feet begs for the intelligence to help you save the world presenting Krishna consciousness in a relevant and powerful way. Your unending, tireless work to spread Krishna consciousness is our constant source of inspiration and our desire to please you and Srila Prabhupada. And may I just quickly add, uh, as a personal note, one of the most wonderful things about you is just on top of all your other unlimited wonderful qualities is your very sharp wit and your wonderful sense of humor as you explain Krishna consciousness to so many people everywhere you go. You just make them feel comfortable. You make them laugh as you're explaining deep and advanced spiritual knowledge. So we thank you always and beg to remain on your team and in your circle. Jaya Chaitanya. Jaya Chaitanya. Ananda Leela, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in. I wasn't on the list. But since I'm here, um, Sri Chaitanya, we just can't thank you enough for everything. And I've just been thinking recently about Srila Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita and how he named it as it is because they're weren't any translations of Bhagavad Gita on the market that actually proclaimed Krishna as a person, as the Supreme Person. So he named his as it is. So I was considering if someone was to go in a bookstore, they may see 30 editions of Bhagavad Gita that are impersonal. <coughs> and then you have the one edition of Prabhupada that is personal. So the casual observer may just think, well, if there's so many impersonal and only one personal, it must mean that maybe impersonal is the way it is, it's supposed to be because there are so many more of those. How can they all be wrong? Which brings me to your translation, which is um, for all you out there in TV land, whoever's all watching this, uh, is just an incredible work of scholarship. And whoever has had, had the opportunity to read it, and uh, just happen to have one right here, 
so I just really encourage everyone to delve deeply into this book because your um, comprehensive guide to Bhagavad Gita with literal translation, it goes very deeply into the philosophy in a very scientific way, in very orderly way, uh, really connecting and establishing that Krishna is a person. He is the supreme person. So in many ways, it acts as a validation and confirmation for Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, that we have another scholarly work. It's not just a poetic and, you know, just feel-good book, but it is all of that, but it's much more. It's just so intelligently done. Like you'll give the, the word yukta, and then you'll cross-reference all through uh, it means this in chapter six and chapter 14, it's used this way. And back in chapter three, it was like this. So this goes through the entire book. So anyone who reads your book seriously, it actually takes quite a while to read it when you look up all the different passages and reference them and you really get a deep understanding of Bhagavad Gita. And it really helps to increase your appreciation for Srila Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita and just for our understanding of Krishna. So I thank you so much for that. And uh, I would also just like to mention that I happen to be the warehouse guy. I have all the books. So if anyone is interested in quantity purchase, purchases of Bhagavad Gita, please get in touch with me. We got a great deal for you. It's uh, all on special Vyas Puja sale. Yes, we have a great Special deal price. for you. And again, Acharyadev, I, I mean this literally. It's simple, but we can't thank you enough. Now, thank you, by the way, for those cookies. Jai Acharyadev, there's lots more where they came from. <laughs> so thank you very much, really, Acharyadev. You just, as I don't think I can put it any better, than Vaisheshika Prabhu said when he said, we adore you. Jai, Jai Shila Thank, Thank you very much uh, to Sri Pati Prabhu and Devala Rishi Prabhu. I, I should have mentioned that they are representatives, also representatives of the Krishna West Council. Um, and, and thanks for everything you said about the book as well. I also highly, highly recommend that. It's, it's an extraordinary read. Okay, we have one more person on the list, um, and that is Yadavi Devidasi, Krishnamas Council representative in Los Angeles. Hare Krishna, Charidev, Hare Krishna, everyone. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to speak today. Um, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to you and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. I wanted to thank you for giving me the chance to be your disciple. Serving you and Krishna West is the path back home for me. You're a spiritual father who guides, supports, and is always there for uh, others and for me. Um, at time, uh, you're not afraid to tell the truth when we need to hear it. In fact, this is one of your many qualities that I admire. You're a faithful servant to the truth. You never hesitate to clarify misconceptions, set the record straight, and restore justice, even if it might be, even if it might come at a personal cost. Your loyalty to Sri Prabhupada and contribution to ISKCON is undeniable and will be remembered by the future generations. 
you always think big, sir, strive high, and encourage us to do the same. Saving humanity is not um, impossible. It's not an impossible task task for you, and I believe that your books will play a key part in this colossal task. These books enlighten, purify, and create waves of positive change that are so needed in this current times. I pray to Prabhupada and to Vyasadev to help you finish your Mahabharata, which will reveal uh, vividly the enchanted world of Lord Krishna, your servant, Yadavi Devi Dasi. Jai, thank you very much, Yadavi. So that brings us to the end of that part of our program. I thank you to everyone who shared their offerings.